I told y'all I'd be back. I told y'all I wasn't going nowhere. Whiskey Sick Podcast Episode 66, all up in your butt. Yeah, but welcome to the no cussing episode of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, you motherfunkers, you. Hit him with that motherfucking theme music. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies, I'm about to slay Got my cake bomb with some napalm Shots are days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may, get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, miss, like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off, love that chick of Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, put your best out. You gotta get out of the bag, but I ask now. Come on and get out of the bag, my hands out. You gotta get out of the bag, gotta make down. Motherfucker, get out of the bag, put your best out. You gotta get out of the bag, but I ask now. Come on and get out of the bag, put my hands out. You gotta get out of the bag, gotta make down. Why don't you get out? I'm back. Thought I left you. Never that. Whiskey Sick Podcast keeps on going, keeps on rolling. Got lots to go over today. Uh, if you didn't catch it in the intro, if you just skip right into the middle of this thing, because you know uh, you've heard the theme song 100,000 times and you don't want to hear it again, I understand. It's not going to stop me from playing it. Uh, but if that's the case and you're just jumping into this, uh, welcome to the No Cursing episode of the Whiskey Sick Podcast episode. Um, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it a try. Um, it's going to be very difficult. There will be no editing, but I will confess. This is probably the fourth or fifth restart already. Um, the opening lines, you know, I've, I've already dropped uh, bombs, mother F bombs. You know, that's my favorite word. You can use it in every situation, any sentence. You can fit a mother F in any sentence, any kind of form of the F word in any sentence. You can use it uh, as a verb, uh, as a pro- proverb. What's a proverb? Is that? I'm on some stupid-ish. I don't know what that means. But you know what I mean. A noun. could be a noun. I don't give a F. That's a noun. Person, place, a thing. You see what I'm getting at. But, uh... You know, I thought uh, I'd try to give this, uh, you know, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I apologize in advance. What do you want from me? I'm just, I'm just trying something new. Um, so just that little announcement. We'll see how long it lasts. Um, we're at the three-minute mark right now, and about a minute and a half of it was theme music. So uh, I still like to think I'm doing pretty well. This is probably the longest, actually is the longest. We're making history right now, Whiskey Sick Podcast. History has just been made. Um, and you've witnessed it live, the longest I've ever gone without dropping a curse word in, in this podcast. Um, I think the previous record was uh, about 10 seconds after the theme music ended. So uh, you've witnessed history. We've got lots to go over. We've got boxing. We got, uh, I never got to the Fury Wilder uh, fight. Got to get into that. Lomachenko just smacked some dude all about his face. Um, the Charo brothers are, are fighting this weekend. Boxing is popping off. Another great year, except for one man. You know he's coming back. You know. You've seen him in the news. So I know every time anybody that listens to the Whiskey Sick Podcast, when they see this man's name in the news, they know. They know their boy Moody Hank is going to be dragging this dude through the yard, back and forth, back and forth. Oscar De La Hoya making waves again, and I love it. Keep it coming. I'm dragging you again. Today, I'm going to be dragging him. Me and Dana White going to uh, tag team, intercontinental style, uh, tag team this dude. Uh, he keeps coming back like, like a bad itch. I just love to scratch it. It's like a, a little, one of those little white sores on the end of your tongue that you keep rubbing up against your teeth and stuff. You can't help it. You just, just got to keep doing it. Even though it's not quite, you know, it's not, you know, it doesn't feel great. It's kind of painful, but it's kind of the pain that keeps you coming back. It's painful for me to keep doing Oscar like this. It's painful, but he, he keeps begging for it. 
He keeps begging for it. So um, I can go I can go to sleep. I can lay my head on my pillow uh, with a clean conscience. I won't miss a... Uh, 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 I almost dropped the bomb right there. I almost dropped... See, see that? I already caught myself. I won't miss a wink of sleep. I don't... Anyways, see, I'm catching myself already early, early. Um, but uh, we got some NFL, the D-Boys, uh, give us and take us away. They, they, I give them my heart. And just when they earn it back, they crush it. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, a.k.a. the only Ramsey I know is Jean Benet. I'm coming for you again. I'm coming for you. I never got on you from a couple weeks ago. I was trying to do the cast last week, um, and, and it didn't work out, but I got a little time right now. Um, little, little, uh, uh, triple champ, 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 champ is on the way, homies. He's on the way. We're, we're, we're like oh, two weeks, maybe tops. If that could be inside of week, any time now, actually, really we're on call right now. Uh, uh, so, um, uh, the little triple champ is on the way, uh, AKA little gecko junior. Um, so he's going to be rolling through, uh, real soon. So we're on edge over here in the gecko household. We're on edge. You know, we're anticipating the arrival of the triple champ. Um, so so that's been going on. Uh, what else we got? The Chargers. I told you about the Chargers. If you listen to me, if you listen to the podcast, I was saying it back in August. I, I've been saying it for five years. So I've I really just been saying the Chargers and Cowboys for the last five years. And, and every year um, I actually thought that except for this year. But I did say the Chargers. I can't remember... I can't remember. I know I put it on wax on 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 the on the cast on, on on the WSP. I put it on the cast that the Chargers win the division, and I didn't. I said the AFC Championship. I don't remember if this year I said they would go. They definitely go into the AFC Championship, but I couldn't remember if I said they were in the Super Bowl or not. F it. I'm gonna say they. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl because I think they're going to the Super Bowl. It's gonna be crazy, but that's how it's been. I mean, I saw the Cubs win a World Series. I saw. Um, what else have I seen crazy lately? Um, the Eagles won a Super Bowl. How crazy is that? Look at them now. Look at them busters now. D-Boys did them all about the face. Did them disrespectful twice this year. And then I got some miscellaneous stuff, but we got a lot of, we got, oh man, we got some, we got some major fight stuff to go over. Um. We got some major stuff. So there were some major fights. Um, I think I last picked, uh, I put the, my picks out for Max versus, uh, or, or Brian Ortega. I picked Ortega. I lost that. Um, I did get Shevchenko right over Joanna. Um, man, Max Holloway, man. What's, what's to say? Let's get right into the fight talk. Uh, moving right along. Uh, Max Holloway, this dude is, uh, he's a killer. But uh, you know what? Um, I think the only fight for him at 145, he could go out to 155, but, you know, I would like to see Connor go down there and get that rematch and see if he can get that belt. Because Connor, he ain't getting the 155-pound belt. But if he wants to hold a title again, it's at 145 if he's willing to, you know, cut and, and not be so bulky. I mean, you look at him when he first came in the UFC, and now look at him now. He's like a fucking orangutan now. He's, he's like huge. He's, he's got broad back, lot, carrying a lot more muscle. He's not nearly as lean. Um, I think that lean... I think that leanness is what helped make him, you know, uh, when you start getting bulky, it's, it slows everything down, it becomes, that's not, that's new, y your body's not used to carrying that kind of weight and stuff on there, and ever since he went up to fight Nick Diaz, it's kind of like changed his whole career, putting on that weight, he kind of liked it, and he's kept on that weight, um, I, I, that slim, trim, 145 pound Conor McGregor, I don't think anybody beats him at 145, not even Max, Max looked good, I'll give him that, I had Ortega, I thought Ortega would last long, uh, and, and kind of, I, I, mis, I misjudged a couple things. One was the urgency and the game plan of Brian Ortega that that almost dropped the almost dropped the mother f f word right there, almost came that that homie Ortega. Uh, uh, if it, it wasn't his game plan to get this thing to the ground, I, I don't know what the hell he was doing. Hell is not a curse word, by the way, and. Um, he should have been trying to get him down from the get-go. Uh, he he overestimated his boxing. Um, he relies on like a, a kind of a, a shell, like a Philly shell kind of movement. Um, his you know a little bit of head movement. He moves his head a lot actually, but he doesn't move his feet. So he's constantly getting hit. He's moving straight back. Um, Max Holloway goes straight forward, switching stances as he's coming straight forward, hits you with a lot of different angles, um, and his pressure, his pressure is just bar none. Um, I think this would be a lot different fight if, if Max fought uh, Connor. 
It would be a lot different fight. I mean, he's much more aggressive now, uh, Max Holloway, because he's more, he's the champ. He's the champ. He's won 13 straight, and, and there's no fear in him. I think he was a little apprehensive. He's still trying to figure things out. They were both really young fighters. Um, but I, I might give Max the edge on that. Um, but if he goes up to 155, I'd like to see that too. Or I'd like to see him fight, you know, Khabib or, or Tony, Ferg- Tony Ferguson versus Max Holloway. Holy, holy ish. <sighs> sipping that brewski, sipping, sipping that winter lager, homies. Um, 10.59 a.m. West Coast. Dago Trick California. You like that? Dago Trick California instead of my usual Bish California. I can do this. I can do this, homie. I'm starting I'm starting to get my, my confidence up just like Max Holloway. And then last week we had uh, uh, Al versus Kevin Lee. Uh, I, I'll be honest. I didn't put this on wax, but I had Kevin Lee winning that fight. So I've lost two in a row. I've lost two main events in the, in a row. It's, it, that, that doesn't happen very often. But if you've been rocking with me and taking my golden picks, you've, made, you've won a lot more than you've lost. A lot more. Ask the homie Ivanito. You know, I give him shout-outs from, uh, from time to time. He, he, he hit me up. He's been, he been listening to the cast. He's been putting on some money, especially on them D-boys. Um, he needs to get on the fight game. But not these last two cards. I didn't do too well. So uh, what's next for Rage now? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I'd like to see him fight Poirier. I think that's the next fight. I don't want to see Connor versus Poirier. I think Poirier versus Al. That that's the next fight for that. And then Kevin Lee. Um, he he goes. I don't know what the hell he's gonna do. He's just overrated. Homie's just really overrated. Maybe he needs to go up to 170 because he 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 don't got it here. Um, his stand up look 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 like basura, trash, Garbino garbage. It just it it, it looked it looked bad. And then he got the fight to the ground a couple times and he did well there, but. I don't know. Something's off with him the last couple times. A guy like Conor McGregor, I, I think, would, would kind of would sleep him, would, would, would do some work on him. That, that's a favorable matchup for, for Conor. Um, you know, he, he, he did do some work on Tony Ferguson when he got him to the ground. Kevin Lee did. Um, but then he gassed out. He, he gassed out in this, and he just didn't look good. And then Al just doesn't quit. And there's nothing, there's nothing uh, crazy about Al Iaquinta. He's just a puncher. That's all he is. He's not even really a mixed martial artist. He just punches. He doesn't throw kicks. He doesn't throw, he throw some kicks. He threw something. Nah, I don't even remember. Um, it doesn't really wrestle. He has good defensive wrestling when he has to use it, but he's just up there to throw throw hands, and that's pretty much it. So he's a one trick pony. Uh, he he won't last with the top tier. You're gonna find that find that out now. Um, but the the uh, biggest news. I just had to brush through that because there's been bigger news in those two fights. Um, and, and the I think the story of the year just broke. Um, I think a couple of days ago. Um, this shit. Damn it. There you go. There we. Clock it, 12.55, 12.55 into the podcast. I dropped an S-bomb. Dropped an S-bomb. It's over. It's over. 12.55. I gave it a shot, homies. I gave it a shot. Did you think this was going to last? You, you motherfucking knew it wouldn't. <sighs> I had to let it get out. That felt good. <sighs> okay. Well, I tried. Mom, I tried. What do you want from me? I tried. Um, got to put the kids back, back in the nursery, got to put them back in the room, I know you thought it was safe to let them out, you could listen to this in front of the kids, not, uh, shit's gone to hell in a handbasket, uh, uh, batting down the hatches, put the kids in the cellar, uh, get them the figgity fuck away from the Whiskey Sick Podcast, cause now, I'm back, homies. The, the, the motherfucking, uh, story of the year in MMA, Randy Couture sex tape. Not even really a sex tape. The, let's, let's rename it the Randy Couture wank off video. If you motherfuckers have not seen, no Bruno to coin my man, to, to, to quote my man, uh, uh, Michael Rappaport, no Bruno. But if you haven't seen the Randy Couture wank off video, take your ass on your 10 minute break, take it early, tell, tell the boss you're taking your 10 minute break early, go to the bathroom. Get into the the handicap stall, get you some room, sit back, and Google this. Google this shit right now. Um, it's it's been taken. It got taken off of Pornhub, or or YouPorn or whatever it was. One of those major ones. It was on there for a while, but um, this deceased, the assist, assist and deceased, deceased and deceased, deceased. Ah, damn it, cease and desist, cease and desist order was probably sent to them by the lawyers, and and, and it was gone. You know, I, I peeped it, and then I tried to send it to a homie, and it was gone. So I had, I had to, I had to get on Reddit and find a, a, 
uh, a good link um, to uh, to find the Randy Couture wank off video. And I got it queued up, and you probably seen it. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing piece of video. No Bruno once again, but I mean, it, it's a it's a train wreck. Uh, the first thing. I'm <laughs> Yo, pull this up. You guys got to pull this up. Uh, just erase your history after. Uh, don't Make sure nobody's looking over your shoulder if you're in the cubicle. Uh, make sure you turn your back to your desk and, and facing outwards to the cubicle. Um, if you're on the loading dock, put your back against uh, the loading dock doors and make sure nobody's able to look over your, your shoulder. Um, the first thing you'll notice as soon as you pull this up is he's towering over you. Randy Couture has this menacing look on his face, uh, shooter a a in hand, and you'll notice it's in his left hand. I didn't know that he was a southpaw, uh, but homie is, is squared up, left hand on the shooter, looking down at you like he just KO'd. It, this is what like Rand uh, like Chuck Liddell must have seen when he got knocked out, or or, uh, or or Tito after he spanked him and stood up over him. This is what this is what they saw from their point of view is this uh, menacing Randy Couture staring down at him. Uh, but uh, unlike those fights, he's got his shooter um, tucked into his his left hand. Interesting left hand. Um, he's ass motherfucking naked and he's chubbing up. We're, gonna, we're just going to go play by play. We might as well just go play by play right here. I might get my Tony Romo on. Uh, uh, he's, 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 uh, he's just tugging on it. Uh, am I impressed? I know that's the question. Um, a man of, uh, of limited uh, shooter capacity as, as myself, let's say. Um, am I impressed with what I'm seeing here? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not impressed. Um, he, he's left-handed, as, as I've mentioned. It's no doubt... Uh, no doubt, Randy Couture, and oh, oh, okay, now my man um, decided to turn around, and so now we see what's going on here, I thought this was just a straight up wank off video, so this is not just a straight off, straight wank off video, he's, he's, um, what is it called, FaceTiming, he's doing something, I don't know if this is his phone, or, or if he's using a webcam, but he's got it like placed on the ground, and there's some, there's a chick on the other side, I don't know who that is, is it a Betty, oh, Moody Hank is going crazy, not right now, Moody, Moody, calm down. We we got we got the Randy Couture sex tape on right now. Now's not the time, Moody. You hear her barking out in the in, in the background. Now my man's over here flexing his ass cheeks, uh, um, for some Betty that he's FaceTiming with, who's appeared to be very briefly. She's in the lower corner, um, totally nude, and uh, he's just he's just yanking away. I gotta fast forward this. This is brutal. Um, this is bad. Look, can you imagine? God damn, could you imagine your parents? Did any of you out there? Ever have your parents walk in on you jerking off? This has got to be the this has got to be the only thing worse than that, you know. Having a, having a video of you, uh, how did they record this? Having a video of you yakking off, yanking off a video of it, and you're posing for the camera. You're turning around. This dude just showed his starfish to the camera. He bent over like he was like a female twerking or something. My man's like 50 years old, and he's over here showing his 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 fucking mud butthole uh, to the fucking camera. There's no way this lady on the other side could like that. She did she request that? She no way. She is she an ass eater? This dude. Still, I mean, we're about a minute and 40 in. He's, he's, he's still half-chubbed. Uh, um, he can't get a heart on. Uh, and uh, he's getting way too close to the motherfucking camera, y'all. And he's just tugging away. I mean, this is, this is amazing. Oh, shit. Okay. He's busting. He's busting, homies. <laughs> Randy Couture's busting all over his fucking phone. My man just jerked off onto his... Why would you jerk off onto your phone? He's like standing, hovering over it, like, and then he, oh my God, he shoots ropes all over the motherfucking phone. Uh, that's where we're going to have to stop that shit. I don't know why you would want a nut on your motherfucking phone. How are you going to take that to the fucking geniuses at, 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 at iPhone, at Apple? You're going to roll up in there with, with, with a crusty ass nut all over your fucking iPhone and say, uh, you need your screen replaced? I mean, why would you bust off on your phone? He's like pretending it's her face or some shit. And he's like nothing on his fucking phone or camera or whatever he's got going on. But it's got a gooch shot from underneath. He's like hovering over you. Like this is what, this is what you come to. When you come to uh, after, after this dude beat the shit out of you in the, in the octagon, you look up and you see this. You see this guy towering over you with his fucking just left hand yanking. Uh, I mean, it, it's fucking, 
embarrassing. Where do you go from here in life? When some, when everywhere you go, you can imagine that everywhere you go, whether it's you know you're in Starbucks, you're at uh, Pier One Imports, um, wherever the hell you are, Pan- Panera Bread, waiting for your soup and, and, and coffee and shit. Uh, everybody that even looks at you, you're, you're like suspect you think they've seen it they 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 know they've seen how nasty you are they see the worst thing is somebody knows how you look jerking off like nobody should ever know nobody should ever know uh how you look jerking off that's the one thing you should keep to yourself i mean i i, I that's something i've never beat off in front of nobody um maybe that's some some people out there right now you know that's their thing they like to beat off in the corner and like to beat off in front of people on webcams and shit that's not my thing man i think that's one thing i'm gonna go to my grave uh no one's ever gonna know how i look jerking off the faces i make the little fucking nasty ass little things i'll be saying um you, you know just talking dirty like the chicks actually you know it's 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 embarrassing this is the most embarrassing thing that can happen and randy couture the um, captain america this is Captain America. That's his nickname, Captain America, dude who came back, fought Brock, Les- Brock Lesnar, got the got the belt at like 45 years old or some shit like that. And, and now here he is, a uh, little, little fucking half-limp uh, shooter busting loads on his phone. I mean, it, it's a fucking low. And I want to know, uh, uh, where did he learn this from? Is this, uh, you know, how, who taught him this? Is this some Oscar De La Hoya shit? This has got Oscar De La Hoya written all over it. It's got it. He's had to have learned this shit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I need to even go back and make sure that wasn't Oscar on the other end of this shit. Yeah, there's some chick over there. I don't know. Could be Oscar. Well, we know how he likes to dress and shit. Um, but anyways, check this shit out. Um, Randy Couture jerk off. I don't know if this is a joy jerk off instructional. Um, very good category. Um, you get, you, you know, if you want to check that out. So I don't know if this is Randy Couture's male version of a, a jerk off instructional. Um, if it is, um, you know, it's very, uh, very educating. Um, uh, but Randy, I don't know where the fuck you go from here. Um, that's a, that's a super bad look. Um, next UFC. What, I mean, that's fight talk right there. I mean, wh- where do you go from that? Um, I think the next major fight is going to be, uh, Gus versus John Jones. And uh you already know what I got. You already know what I got. I thought Gus won the first one, so you already know I'm wrong with him again. Uh I, I had him winning that first one. I had it I he won he won nineteen minutes of a twenty minute twenty five minute fight. But the problem was he lost the last six minutes. He won the first nineteen and lost the last six minutes and that's what the judges based it on and gave John Jones the dub. Um but Moving right along in the boxing, because there's been some ish going down in boxing. Wilder, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury was was crazy. Crazy. I picked Fury. I put it on wax. I told you Fury was gonna win this fight. I thought he did. Um I don't think the I don't think the the draw was a, a bad decision. Whoever had Deontay Wilder winning the fight should be thrown the fuck out of judging. There's no way he won the fight. He could have done enough to get a draw, but no way he won the fight. He got boxed up for arguably, arguably 10 rounds out of, out of 12. But in those two rounds that he didn't win, he got knocked down. So those were 10-8 rounds, basically four rounds. That's like winning four rounds right there. So if all, out of all the other 10 rounds, if you even gave Deontay Wilder two more rounds, then that's a draw. That's six rounds. If you gave him one more, that's a real close victory for Fury. But Fury did dominate the majority of the fight and the majority of the rounds. I mean, he was just pumping that jab and kept moving, kept moving. He made two mistakes. He got caught by the right hand twice. He ate it a couple times, but he got caught clean, not expecting it, not seeing it twice, and that cost him dearly. Now, in that 12th round, if he doesn't go down in that round, he easily wins that fight. He easily wins it. He wins it by at least three rounds. Two for sure. And... When he went down, homies, that was it. That was it. It was the most, I was like, he did it again. Andre Wilder did it again. No, he didn't. This dude, Tyson Fury gets up like like a fucking zombie. Like, like, uh, like the you've seen the, the, the memes. Uh, um, Undertaker in the WWE just sits up out of the grave. He just brushes the, the hand comes up out of the grave and shit through the dirt. And, and he fucking pries himself out of, out of his fucking grave on some pet cemetery shit. And, and, and comes back to life. 
That fucking referee even had him doing a little two-step when he came up. He was like, Jig, two, two to your left, two to your right. And homie's like doing this little jitterbug and stuff. Uh, uh, that's what this, this ref was making people do when they get up. He, to, to demonstrate that they continue going, he, he makes them move to the left, shuffle to the left, shuffle to, shuffle to the right. And it makes it look like this dude's dancing and shit. And... and he, he was ready to go. And not only after that, uh, Deontay Wilder threw a couple bombs once Fury got up. But then after that, like the next minute and a half was all Fury. Fury was putting hands on, on Deontay Wilder at the end of that fight. He landed some big shots of his own at the end of that. So he could have he even... No, the way he got knocked out, I'm talking, I'm talking shit. I was going to say he could have even you know, fought him to a 9-9. Nine, nine, nah, he... he, he uh, he got beaten that round because the way he got knocked, that left hook at the end went on his way. He was already on his way down. He was already slept. He punched him while he was asleep in midair, man. Did him fucking dirty, and he got up somehow. It was the fucking most crazy thing I've seen. I could not believe it. I like literally walked away, and then the next thing I know, I was like, he's standing up. I was like, what the fuck? The fuck did I miss? Because I thought Wilder won that shit. I thought he, he just walked off. I mean, he did too. He was he was two stepping. He he was uh, see walking across the fucking canvas and shit, uh, posing for the cameras and shit. He thought that shit was over. Wrong. That shit was not fucking over. Now they were saying this is the greatest fight of all time. I don't think so. Uh, it, it had one of the greatest endings of all time. That one of the greatest last rounds of all time. But that 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 um, Joshua versus Klitschko fight was better. They both knocked each other down. They, I mean, they were bombing. On, that was, and he finished Klitschko. I mean, that that was that was the best heavyweight fight I, I think I've seen. Uh, this was a great fuck, great fucking fight. Um, you, you got to see what, but we knew this was gonna was gonna happen. That that well, I forget the dude's name. He fought on the undercard. The Cuban guy. It's a big Cuban dude. Um, that fought uh, Wilder a couple fights ago, and he he did work. He was winning that fight too. The the Cuban dude was winning the fight, and then he got caught. And just like Fury did at the end, but this guy didn't get up. He got caught a couple times, but he was outboxing him. He was staying on the outside. He was pumping that jab in his face, and he was moving in circles. And that's what uh, uh, Fury was doing, but even better because he's got better footwork and he's got more head movement, and, and he's you know fainting all the time. I thought a couple times uh, Fury, if I was to change something for him in, in the next fight, is the fainting was there. But he wasn't using it to set up things early on in the fight. He was fainting so much that he was staying static. He wasn't doing anything. He was fainting too much. He was fainting himself into doing nothing at times. And he wasn't letting it go. I thought that he warmed up a lot, especially in the second half of the fight when he started taking over until those two knockdowns. But hell of a fight. Uh, Lomachenko, the, 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 the baddest dude on the planet, came out and fought this dude, uh, Pedraza, who looked, who looked like he had a little something for him. I think dude's last fight, I think um, the fight before that, um, I can't forget the dude's name. I forget, the, I forget these dude's names. There's too many goddamn fighters, but the Lomachenko's previous fight, I thought that guy put up a better, uh, a better fight than this dude, Pedraza, but Pedraza hung in there. Um, Lomachenko didn't look himself in there. He looked off a little bit, but he finished. When he, when he really puts it on, these guys can't even last around with him. I don't know why he, he dicks around for like eight rounds. He, he just lets these guys kind of creep in and stay in the fights, and, and then when he turns it on, nobody can hang with him. Nobody. Um, so Lomachenko's still doing the goddamn thing. Uh, Chara, the Charo brothers, Jamel and Jamal, are fighting this weekend. They're bad motherfuckers. They're twin brothers. I think they fight at the same weight, cl weight class. Are they both champions? I don't know. But they're bad motherfuckers, and they have two dope fights. I mean, that's gonna. those are two dope boxing matches. Watch that shit this weekend. Now, staying in the boxing, moving right along, but staying right along as well. Let me save this. Let me save this shit before I lose this gold. Hold on. All right, I'm back. I know to y'all, I, I, I didn't even leave, but, you know, I'm, I'm back. Uh, after a little break, a little, little swig of my brewski, a little, a little hit of that Maui, wowie. Yeah, we still staying, we stay, we still staying up out here in, in Dago Bitch, California. Uh, staying in the fight game, uh, I told y'all I was going to drag his ass across the yard uh, one more time, maybe two more times, maybe three more times, I don't know. Uh, but, I, I'm, you know, this isn't going to be, this could be, but probably unlikely to be the last time I drag uh, Oscar De La Hoya's ass across the yard this year. It could be. We're getting t close towards the end of the year. Um, it's the 18th. Hopefully I'll get another cast in before the end of the year and I'll drag his ass once more. Um, but uh, you've seen him in the news. He's over there beefing with Dana White, um, talking shit. Um, for once, Dana, Wright, Dana White was right about this shit. This dude tried to ruin. You heard the, the last uh, uh, episode. I, I had to drag his ass for trying to ruin MMA with that bullshit-ass card he threw on. This homeboy didn't even know who the fuck was fighting. He knew no, none of the names of the people. Um, 
That's why I think that uh, that Randy Couture video, uh, the wank off instructional, the joy video, I think that's Oscar's doing. I think he's trying to talk Randy Couture out of retirement to fight Tito now. I think that's what that was all all, all about there. So he's trying to, uh, you know, get some uh, publicity going right here. He's trying to get Randy's name out in the public uh, so he can try to entice him out to fight Tito next. Uh, the fucking half dead fucking uh, title on the line and shit. Um but lest I digress, so he's he's out there, you know, he's talking shit to Dana White. He, you know, Dana White calls him. Uh, he goes on ESPN and trolls the figgity fuck out of Oscar De La Hoya. First of all, Oscar De La Hoya is fucked up in the game, my man. And now I'm taking a serious. Yeah, you look fucked up, homie. Uh, all, all the coke rumors look true. You have all you you have all. Uh, the signs of a cokehead. You have all the signs of a pill popping ass motherfucker. This dude is probably snorting all kinds of wild ass shit um, in in that fucking uh, kitchen of his that he he's been doing uh, uh, sex videos in and shit. There's all sorts of weird shit going on there. E pills. I don't know. This dude's got got the look of a fucking junkie on him. And, and, and you know, I I don't mean that you know disrespectfully. That's a that's a real problem. But I kind of mean that disrespectfully. Um, this dude kind of needs help. He sounds stupid when he's on first take and all that shit. He, he can't even stringle. I liked this dude, too. He, I liked watching this dude. I was a fan of his as a fighter, but since he's retired, uh, I, I don't know if it's the, the blows to the head or what the hell took over, but this dude's on some fucking weird shit. And anyway, so this dude, um, Dana White, goes out there and challenges, challenges Oscar De La Hoya to a drug test. He says, come on here and debate me. Let's meet face-to-face and talk shit in front of the cameras and... And let's take a drug test, homie. Let's take a drug test. Let's see what you're on. Let's see what I'm on. Uh, I'm just on some dick pills. Uh, you're on some wild ass shit. You're you're on that poor man's fucking eight ball shit. You you over here fucking killing brain cells and shit. Let's find out what's going on. So then, Oscar Delahoya Delahoya <laughs> comes back with a challenge of his own, and he challenges Dana White to a fight. And I'm over here saying, why, Oscar? Why? I'm your motherfucking Huckleberry. I'm the fight, homie. Yes, Moody Hank, Seth Gecko. I've been begging for this motherfucking fight. And I know this motherfucker listens to the cast. I know he does. He knows me. He's heard me call his ass out. Let's do this shit, Oscar. I'm your fucking Huckleberry. You want to call, call motherfuckers out? Bring it, motherfucking ass to the Thunderdome. I will crack your ass. I, I will fucking powder and diaper change. Position your motherfucking ass in the Thunderdome, son. Heels overhead. I will take care of you. I will swaddle you, motherfucker. We're not doing this boxing shit. Uh, we, we go into war with all our weapons. We ain't going to war with just our pistols, homie. We bring in the fucking machine guns out. We bring in the mortar shells. We bring in the fucking IEDs. We bring in the fucking bazookas. We're coming, we're coming with the elbows, the knees, the kicks. We're coming with everything. We're going to... Anything but takedowns. Just a stand-up fight in the Thunderdome. I'm your motherfucking Huckleberry. I guarantee I knock that motherfucker out. I guarantee it. He's over here challenging Dana, Dana White and shit. Uh, Dana White's too rich to take that shit. Put me on, homie. Put me on. I'm the fucking fight to make. I know he hears this shit. Oscar, I know your people are listening to this shit. Play this shit for him. I've, I've been dragging this motherfucker's ass for fucking years. Been dragging his ass. For years, I've been, uh, for over a year, I've been dragging your ass across the motherfucking yard, back and forth, back and forth, talking all kinds of greasy shit. What else do I got to say, Oscar? And if I lose, I will dress and, and, and participate in your next catwalk for your your, your, your fucking spring, uh, uh, Fredericks of Hollywood spring uh, uh, attire that you're going to be putting out there, the, the, the line, the lingerie line. I, I will walk the catwalk right next to you. We, we can do a little double catwalk shit if I lose. Bring your ass to the Thunderdome. Quit challenging motherfucking Dana White. Dana White ain't about that shit. I am. So, there you have it. I, I, don't, I, don't, know. I, I don't know what this guy's going to do next. But you know he's going to do something to go out 2018 with, with a fucking bang. Uh, he's, he's trying. This dude, Oscar, just stays on my motherfucking radar. When, when I try to let him go, he just comes right fucking back. Um, I thought last the last episode was going to be the end of him. And here he is, challenging Dana White to a fucking fight. Sounding like a, a m- 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 moron and shit. Sipping that moron juice in, in, in the fucking green room and shit. And they let him go on TV and make a fucking ass of himself. That's some crazy shit right there. Um, what else we got? Let's get into... Um Let's get into some NFL shit. Let's 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 do some NFL. 
I got I got some NFL. Uh, I told y'all about the Chargers. If you listen to the to the cast, I told y'all about the Chargers. Uh, I said they were going to be in the AFC Championship game. I might have even said they were going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, I, I'm going to stay on it. They're definitely in the AFC Championship game. They're definitely going to win their division. Uh, you've seen the top two teams, uh, the top three teams, uh, three teams in the league start struggling now. The you're welcome. You're welcome, Rams. We tried to do you a favor. The Dallas Cowboys, we cracked the motherfucking Saints' ass 13-10. to 10. I don't give a shit. I don't care how, how much it was. We cracked that motherfucking ass, and we showed the league how to do it. Now they've fallen apart. The wheels have fallen off. They won yesterday 12-9. 12 to motherfucking 9. They scored two more points than they did against the D-Boys. We broke them. And, and, and then now you've seen what happened to the Rams. Cowboys beat the Eagles' ass twice. Rams can't beat the fucking Eagles. Nick Nick Foles comes out and starts throwing dimes all over the place and gets a fucking dub. And, and then you got um, the, the Chiefs just lost their Chargers. Um, they got major issues on the defensive side of the ball. This shit is wide open. There is no reason the Chargers shouldn't make it to the Super Bowl. Or at least play in the AFC Championship game, Chiefs versus Chargers, for the third time this year. That's the fucking game. That's the fucking game. Now, what can the Cowboys do? They got their asses uh, humiliated, facialized. They, they got... Randy Couture standing over the top of him, busting off, standing over him, looming over him like a fucking dark cloud, busting off on their motherfucking face. That's what happened to him uh, uh, this Sunday. The, the Colts loomed over him like Randy Couture and busted all over their motherfucking face. That's what happened to the D-Boys. Got to call it as I saw it. Uh, homies didn't show up uh, like they've done in most of these games that they've actually won. They don't show up. They let these motherfuckers hang around, and somehow they win the game. I don't know how they won uh, five games in a row, to be honest with you. I was out here front running, talking that ish, uh, bumping my gums, doing what I do. But deep down, deep inside me, I knew it was all facade. I knew it was all mirage, like the little water out in the distance in the desert and shit. I knew it was it was all smoke and mirrors, some fucking uh, 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 David Copperfield shit going on right before my eyes. I knew it. I knew it from my heart. But you know what? They're still going to win the division. They're going to beat the Bucks. They'll be the win the division. And then, you know what? You get into the tournament, anything could fucking happen. Anything could happen. They're either going to get their asses completely facialized again. Randy Couture is going to ask for that fucking rematch. And he's going to bust off all over their face again. Or the Cowboys are going to shock everybody. And, and, and they're going to go on another five-game win streak and, and, and could easily be in the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. Anybody could. The Bears could end up there. The two teams with the defense. Now, the Cowboys' defense didn't look like shit on Saturday or on Sunday. Bears have always showed up. They're the more consistent team defensively. I give them the best defense in the league. Then the Cowboys after that. Um, but and Ravens are right there. Uh, but it, defense, you've seen in the last couple weeks, defense is starting to catch up to these high-powered offenses now. So the Bears could easily end up in, in, in the NFC Championship game, Super Bowl, uh, it's just a matter of what's going to happen with Trubisky now. So this shit is wide open. I tried to tell y'all about the Chargers. Um, they, 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 they're probably going to win out. They're going to beat the Ravens this weekend. Go put some money on it. Uh, shit is wide open. Um, Jalen Ramsey, a.k.a. the only Ramsey I know is Jean Benet or Charles. I see your ass over there. I saw you a couple weeks ago. I almost just jumped on to do a five-minute podcast when I saw that 99-yard run that dude uh, Henry did, uh, the Titans, a couple uh, two weeks ago against the Jaguars. That dude punked, punked like 15, 15 players on. The, he was he was he was he was stiff arming dudes on the sideline and shit as he was running down. He he was stiff arming coaches and shit. The offensive coordinator was eating a stiff arm from Henry as he's going down this. For this 99-yard touchdown run, he's throwing motherfuckers off of him like Marshawn Lynch and shit in the playoffs. He's like, he's just facializing people. There was like a, a cheerleader got too close to the to the to the fucking sidelines. He fucking stiff armed her. He was stiff arming everybody on his way to the end zone, including that dude AJ Bowie or Booyah or whatever the motherfuck his name is. Uh, everybody calling him the the best cornerback uh, in the league. He, he been getting his ass dragged more than Jalen Ramsey. He's the only dude other than Jean Benet Ramsey that's been getting dragged more than him. And you know what? Ramsey was the only motherfucker that didn't get st uh, stiff-armed in, in, during that play, but you guilty by association, your man A.J. Boyer go out like that. He got fucking, he got Randy Couture busted on his face too. 
I mean, you saw Henry Henry stiff arm that dude AJ Bowie, and then just stood over him and fucking grabbed his grabbed his wanker with his left hand and then said fuck it and then took off running again and then went down and started stiff arming coaches and cheerleaders and shit. It it was fucking it was crazy, man. So I I mean it, it was it was fantastic seeing uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey's team get did up like that. Um, they did shut out the Indianapolis Colts though, and, and and they just beat they just shut out the Cowboys, so that kind of sucks. But then they lost again this week. Jalen Ramsey losing again, ten win, ten lost season. How do you explain it? Yeah, you're talking shit about every other team's quarterback, and you were wrong with with Brian Bortles. Now you throw some. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for you now, and and you got ten losses. What are you guys three and ten, four and ten, some shit like that? Fucking disgusting, homie disgusting all because you ran your motherfucking mouth you got your ass you, you got on the whiskey sick podcast the seth gecko moody hank radar and when you get on my motherfucking radar i come for you homie and i don't let shit slide go ask oscar i don't let shit slide e- easily i hold grudges i hold grudges motherfucker and i ain't letting this go and all the way through the season i might even do some i might even do some off-season shit talking to you homie i might i might troll you in the off-season too just be prepared for it. When you get on my radar, there ain't there ain't no fucking uh, uh there ain't no getting off of it. There ain't no Amelia Earhart shit where you just disappear and end up in fucking uh, uh the South Pacific or some shit. Uh with fucking tribes and shit. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's Amelia Earhart shit. <laughs> Disappearing and shit. <laughs> That's the only way off my radar, motherfucker. Uh. What else was there, man? Uh, the the Patriots ain't shit no more. They're whack. Gronk's done. Edelman's done. Brady ain't done, but he ain't got shit shit else going on. His offensive line ain't shit. His defense ain't shit. Uh, they're a five loss team now. They ain't doing shit this year. They keep saying, you know, we say this every year about the Patriots, and then they go and do this shit. I don't know why they sound like you know country folk, but they just did in my head. And you know what? They're wrong this time because they're done. These fools are done. They are not better than the uh, than the Padres, than the Chargers, and they're not better than uh, the Chiefs. You just saw they're not better than the Steelers when the Steelers actually want to show up to a fucking game. Um, it's some tough games for them. I don't know that they even get out. Of, they're not. They're not going to get a first round bye for the first time in forever. So they got. They might have to go. No, they're not going to have to go on the road. They're going to have at least one playoff game at home. At least the first divisional series, and then it's off to either Pittsburgh again, or to the Chargers. And you're going to get that baby ass crack somewhere. Whether it's in down down the road from me in L.A. or somewhere, you're going to get your ass kicked. Um, so they they're fucking dead. Uh, the fucking Browns have won six games. Ain't that some shit? Uh, that's a hell of a turnaround. Uh, homeboy, uh, I, t- I go back on wax. Back in April, I said uh, I didn't like any of the quarterbacks in the draft, but if I had to take one, and if you're in a position where you just had to have a quarterback like the Browns were, you take Baker May- Mayfield. He was the only dude that actually looked like he could develop into something. And he, he's, you know, it's been off and on, but he's gotten better as he's gone along. And, and they got six dubs. And they're technically not out of the playoff race. They're right behind the Steelers. You know, the Steelers win one more. I think they're out. But, you know, they hung around. If the Patriots had beat the Steelers, shit would have got real interesting. Real motherfucking interesting. Real fucking fast. Um, so there's all that. Um, what do I feel right now? I think, I think the Cowboys and, and, and the Saints uh, are going are gonna to meet again in the NFC Championship game. Somehow, someway, the Cowboys, they're going to get in the tournament. They're going to win that first game, and if the Cowboys win that first game, whether it's against the Vikings or the Seahawks or whoever the fuck squeezes in there, the Cowboys win that game. They're going to make a little wave because they're not supposed – they're just they, – nobody believes they can do shit. When, when, there's no, when there's no expectations on the Dallas Cowboys, that's when they show up. When everybody thinks they're going to get their asses blown out by the Saints, they basically give up three points. The, the, the refs gave them a, a fucking free touchdown. But they fucking shut them down completely. And then when you start to fucking start feeling them and say, hey, these dudes are for real, they go and get shut out against the fucking Colts. So whichever team, I, I think that that team, you know, the, the Cowboys show up and, and, and Dak doesn't fuck up and he gets rid of the fucking ball, the Cowboys are going to be a problem. You don't want to play them. You don't want to play the Bears. And you don't want to play the Chargers. And you're going to have to. You, you don't want to play the Chiefs. And... That's that's pretty much it, man. Those are your, those are your top teams right now. Um, so there's only two weeks left. How quick this shit went. So the next time, actually, the next time I might even talk to y'all, motherfuckers. 
the triple champ might be sitting in my lap doing doing the the podcast, his baby's first podcast, homies. It, it could be down like that. I'm gonna try to get on uh, either next week or the week after, but. It could very well be, you know, depending on when this little youngster decides to, to show up. He might be chilling on the lap. Uh, the next generation of the Whiskey Sick Podcast taking his first lessons in, in this podcasting game. And don't worry. Don't fret. I'm not done yet today. I'm not done yet. I'm not signing off. 44 minutes, my ass. I've been gone too long to give up like that. Besides, I got to tell you, I got to put y'all on to some. Uh, I found a uh, I found a loophole in the system um, for all the the sick homies out there, um, you know that uh, enjoy their 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 personal Randy Couture time. Actually, this is kind of tied into Randy Couture. Uh, you know, the, all the homies who like to uh, partake in um, X-rated videos and X-rated uh, um, websites and such, and maybe you're at work and you need to access such material, and you can't because you're on their Wi-Fi or some shit like that, you know what I'm talking about? And it, it forbids you when you're using their Wi-Fi, your work's Wi-Fi, to go on, you know, fucking Tube Galore, or YouPorn, or, or RedPorn, or whatever, any of those websites, you're blocked on that shit, you don't want to use your own your own data, because, you, you know, you need, to, you need to save that shit. So what do you do? You're stuck in this position where you, uh, you need a little working jerk, uh, just a little 10 minute, um, rocks off kind of little ditty going, uh, make the most of your 10 minute break. Uh, but you can't access anything good because you know, you're connected to the, to the internet, uh, at work. What do you, what do you fucking do? Well, I'll tell you what to do. You, you go to YouTube. Yes. You can see titties on YouTube. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. I just assumed you couldn't watch or see any kind of titties on fucking YouTube. Wrong, er, wrong. YouTube breastfeeding videos, homies. I'll take a second. I'll chill right here. Go ahead. Breastfeeding videos. Got that shit? You're like fucking breastfeeding? Yeah, there's titties. That's the loophole. If you're in a desperate, desperate situation and you need some, some uh, X-rated material, you can, you can look up breastfeeding videos on YouTube and see titties. Now, I don't know if the little kid in the video kind of distracts you a little bit. That's on you and your conscience. Um, if you can block that out or whatever, there's just a lot of titties on there. And some decent-looking titties on, on, on YouTube. And, and you can actually just type in, like, all sorts of nasty shit. Um, I think they were talking about this on Rogan. Um, I had actually, uh, they, they said that, oh, yeah, Eddie Bravo had mentioned it during one of the fight, uh, fight companions. And he had mentioned that you can type in, like, uh, you know, some CD-ass shit, and that you could actually see, you know, X-rated, you know, porn on, on YouTube, and I was like, here I am, you know, using, partaking in breastfeeding videos, and I could have just been Googling the sick shit, and never crossed my mind to put the sick shit in the search box, instead I put in breastfeeding, because I, I saw that there was some, I don't want to get into how I stumbled upon breast, breastfeeding videos, that's, that's neither here nor there, uh, but let's just say I came across it and, and I'd been having to use that material. Instead, if I would have listened to the Fight Companion sooner, Eddie Bravo could have showed me that D indeed I could have looked up even seedier shit and I wouldn't have had to be trying to like block out the babies in the videos and shit. I, I know. I'm just saying it's a desperate situation. And if you're in that kind of situation, there's a loophole. When you're at work, go on YouTube. If you need to, go on YouTube. You can try the breastfeeding videos, whatever you need to do right there. You can try that shit. Um, if you want to try Eddie Bravo's route, you can do that too. Just type in some CDS shit and some, some, there's going to be some ish popping up. I don't know. You know, I've been flagged for all, for videos back in the day and I wasn't, I wasn't ass naked getting plugged in my butt or anything like that. Like some of these ladies I saw on YouTube. So, um, I don't know how it works. I don't know how, um, they're not making tons of dough off of these fucking videos. Cause I know there's all sorts of people that are trying, you know, going to start, uh, using my method here. Uh, now that the whiskey sick podcast has, has, you know, pulled out all the stops. Um, what else do I got? What else do I got? Um, uh, rolling through my little Rolodex here. Um, oh yes. Oh yes, 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 yes. We've kind of come across this. Um, we've come across this kind of thing. Um, we've had, what have, what have we had in the past? We had back, back in the day, like in the, in the teens episodes of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, we had a dude who identified as a five-year-old and was playing t-ball, uh, and he was actually like 35 years old, but he identified as like a t-baller age kind of kid, and he was blasting home runs every time he got up to bat, and, and he, he was a dickhead for sure, 
And then there was more recently a um, grown-ass man that identified as a girl, a little girl, and was entering jujitsu tournaments and, like, tapping little girls and shit. Um, and now... Um, this really isn't identifying as such, but um, you know, if you ever listen to Rogan podcast, that's the M- that's the God MC of all podcasts. That's that's the podcast that made all podcasts, um, e- even uh, uh, an uh, opportunity. Oh fuck, I'm over here stumbling for. Um, but that that's the dude that that paved the way. He he was the uh, the Dahmer party. Dahmer party. Jeffrey Dahmer party. What was the what was the the Oregon Trail team? You know what I'm talking about. The Oregon Trail. They were he was the Oregon Trail of fuck. Anyways, so he talks about um, that uh, Fallon Fox. I think I've talked about Fallon Fox too. She's an MMA fighter, but it's a dude, and um, he he's like 35 years old and became a woman at like 33 years old. And then as soon as he became a woman, he started fighting in the women's divisions. And if you go, uh, you know, it's one thing to identify as such; it's the other to have uh, uh, another thing to have the body of such. And and this dude did not have the body of such. He was basically, um, and, and I don't mean to to upset any of the the little 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 cupcake little twinkie ass motherfuckers out there uh, um, but uh, no matter what that person identified at it was still a motherfucking man and it was a man fighting women and, and a big man fighting women and knocking women out it was basically um, sanctioned uh, domestic violence that these these fucking places were putting on they were letting this guy domestically violate women in, in a cage just because it was in a cage that this dude was like some sick fuck that was just getting in there now we have this lady uh, uh, fucking the Brock Lesnar of transgender woman Hannah Mouncy, Hannah Mouncy, and she doesn't really play anything. Um, she plays handball, but she's motherfucking huge. She's the Brock Lesnar of handball, and she plays in an Asian league, in a professional Asian league. There's like a, a a world. What is it called? Women's Asian Women's World Handball Championship. So first of all, and I don't mean this. You know, Asian people are usually kind of smaller in statue stature in, in general. So not only is she fighting women, she's fighting a kind of like smaller women. I mean, she's not fighting them. She's playing handball. But this kind of handball, this lady's like throwing, throwing bitches. She, this is like WWE. This chick is 250 pounds. She's 250 pounds, 6'3", saying that she's a woman playing handball and she's a fucking monster. You've probably seen, seen her on Instagram and shit. Uh, she's on Instagram. You you see the memes and all, all all kinds of shit going on. This chick is fucking huge. This chick looks like 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 Henry running down the sidelines against the Jaguars and shit. This shit has like officially gotten out of control. Like something has to be done. And um, you know this dude Jordan Peterson was on 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 uh on Rogan and he was talking about how they have to make competition based on chromosomes not on gender how an x and xy can't you know fight an xx or whatever the chromosomes are you know what i mean so whatever defines a woman and a, and a man you won't call it by gender you'll call call it by the chromosomes and shit because um these dudes they're getting out of hand over here you know you ain't seeing these women try to you know come over and fight in mma they know what's up they're structurally we're, we're not the same structurally biologically we're just not the fucking same built logistically we're built differently we have thicker more more muscle mass more more bone density there's just physical differences that you just cannot deny whatever you want to uh, uh identify inside your own mind that that's a whole different story but the physique wise these 250 pounds 600 63 woman quotation woman in quotation marks uh it's a dude it's a motherfucking dude that just you know grew her hair grew grew her his hair i don't know grew grew the hair long and, and, and is out here fucking uh becoming the greatest of all time uh in, in her sport becoming the michael jordan of handball because she's just it, it's a fucking dude playing asian women it, it's brutal um and, and the shit's out of control and, and, and we're gonna try to put a stop to this shit um fuck man there you have it, man. That, that that's it. What what else do I got for you, motherfuckers? Um, I tried. Um, let's recap the episode. I tried to make this a non-cussing episode. I lasted twelve minutes and fifty-five seconds. Um, I tried. You can't say I didn't try, and you can't say I didn't give you warning. After I blew up, I dropped a shit bomb, and, and everything went to hell in a handbasket. After that, it is what it is. I am who I am. You cannot change me. Um, I tried. Um, we got the uh, we got some uh, 
some good boxing coming up this weekend. We got some uh, NFL shit going down. The Cowboys are going to beat the Buccaneers. They're going to be just fine. They're going to stay on track. They're going to shock everybody. Start putting money on the Chargers. Go put some money on the Chargers right now. Uh, they're going to fucking they're going they're going to surprise everybody. I can see it happening. They're going to surprise everybody. They match up too well. Uh, they would have smoked the Kansas City Chiefs if they didn't if uh, uh, Philip Rivers wasn't getting his Dak Prescott on. Um, uh, also, breastfeeding videos if you're at work. You know, when you're on you're on the the work Wi-Fi, there's loopholes you need to take advantage of. There you got one right there, breastfeeding videos on YouTube. You're welcome. Um, and and, and that's it. I got nothing less left to say. Uh, champ, champ, champ is on the way. Triple champ is on the way. Um, maybe the next time I I, I talk to y'all, motherfuckers, he'll be here chilling, uh, getting to know the audience and shit. Um, if not, hopefully I can do I can bust one out next week, uh, uh, Randy Couture style. Just bust another one of these motherfucking podcasts out all over your motherfucking face. Go check that shit out, for sure. Go check that shit out. Um, that's the story of of, of the fucking year. Um, you got Oscar De La Hoya trying to talk uh, Randy Couture out of uh, out of retirement while he's jerking off on a, on his phone and shit. Um, wasn't impressed either, you know. Uh, wasn't impressed. It, it was kind of, you know, the shooter wasn't, you know, what I would expect from somebody nicknamed uh, Captain America. Um, he was kind of doing the full hand grip when he didn't really need to. He could, he would, you know, trying to make it look bigger. You know, what I mean, you, you little dudes understand that you try to act, you try to squish your hands together like you have to use your whole hand to cover up the whole shooter. Um, that that's just a trick that l- l- homies with little shooters, you know, try. This dude, uh, the the forefinger and thumb. Uh, AOK symbol would have been would have sufficed sufficed my man uh, Randy Couture. So we we weren't uh, we weren't thrown off by the smoke and mirrors, and it was kind of weird. It was kind of like seeing your dad jerk off. Uh, you know, if you ever wondered what your dad would look like jerking off, uh, just watch the Randy Couture video because he looks like a lot of people's dads. I've known a few people uh, whose dads kind of look like Randy Couture, at least have the same kind of Al Bundy receding hairline like uh, my man Randy Couture. So. Um, and if you ever wanted to know what it would feel like to get knocked out by Randy Couture and come to with him looming over you uh, with his dick out, you should uh, check out that Randy Couture video. So that's the, that's the fucking episode 66 recap. It'll go down forever as, as the non-cussing episode slash the Randy Couture wank-off uh, special is basically what this will be remembered for. Um, still spitting that, that, that Pompeii lava type, type flow on the podcast. We're still doing the damn thing. Hopefully I'm going to get another one in um, here in a week or, or two. I'll be back. I know. I know it hurts. I, I, I was I was jonesing to get on on the podcast and holler at y'all. Don't worry, I will be on. Uh, this is the Whiskey Sick Podcast. I'm the homie Seth Gecko, aka Moody Motherfucking Hank, and I'm out, motherfuckers. And we look it in the eyes, and we turn our backs on it. And even when I laid awake at night. For this moment right here, this last chance to get you back, and it's the last I'll need. Let's go! We both lost and found a shot in the dark We lost the clip for the cop that flipped the safety switch And fake me glitches maybe inch our way up, aim it high Won't take that chance to count of three That got just let me know This light at your side might take it a night See that far, but leave that karma alone Cause it was spite that brought you here That cost you nearly life Won't take no plea, won't take no street Your memory lane with every stain that falls from your eyes We trace that back, back, please we last had hope in the blind Open your eyes so both you and I know Take some time, adjust the dark, thus way part But it can't hold down the lead Well, heroes seem so average, can't add up But he tried to divide us, an arbitrage But right from the start, left at the end of breath never spent Drop of a dime, lost his sign Written in braille, can't see that, feel that Listening, tell your heart that I'm the one Hoodie in a black mask, foot in the back Last chance to steal the show At last I feel the hope Weight of the world, I'm waiting on that This night, then nights, I'm skating on that Go. Like you did 
feel that day Stuck, I felt the strains and tried to look inside the wounds I made no room, they stay shut soon I gave up, you just change up your grip And you risk that fall to reach for the hopes I hold on to Your soul, I knew truth is lie When you can't stand up and pulls us down Some foolish hack and we let that fly Like we did that night We both locked eyes, we key to your heart Don't fit that, might have to fix that time That we get back home, for the clock hits 12 Now fuck all that, not one small flat I'm not that high, just one tall task We'll roll and climb my way out Which way now, they came round The back and the front was stacked out Grip that handle, twist that flannel Stick to plan, we'll meet with the plot turns leaving the walls burn down around us Time to sound of sleeping now so proud of it. I'm finger in the air like fuck them two They nigga they stare now up on two They'll stall when the grass fall pause When it's all time we won't break stride All stakes, our lives remain The balance, they hang and we manage to tip the scales Hardly a challenge, we just get bailed Dago, what up?